time to get up, get out of bed. Fill your cup and get ahead with WKGN. One, three, four, oh. Now from the studios of Fox Sports Knoxville, this is Three and Out with Nate Hodges and Houston Kress. Fan Run Radio. To the end zone and caught for the touchdown, McCoy. Milton to Brew McCoy. Milton going to take a shot wide open and just struck in his Keaton. Joe Milton does it again. Best formation football there is. And that feeling for Josh Heupel. The Tennessee Volunteers are the champions of the Capital One Orange Bowl. And Joe Milton has got to feel great. Good finds Bill Self, shake hands. Tennessee, they're your champs. The bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis goes to the Volunteers. And they were the bad boys from the jump in this one. That's an interesting question. This is a smooth shot. Wake up, squirrels. You got a visitor into the trees. You called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me. You hear? Hell's coming with me. Claw Hard Seltzer Studios of Fan Run Radio. Optimism Tuesday edition of the program. See how long that lasts. Everybody's got their optimistic hats on. Not me. There you go. Done. I wasn't here yesterday, so. 1.2 seconds. Thank you, Hickman. Barely enough time to catch and shoot. That was very polite of you. I'll make you a deal. I'll be optimistic the rest of the week. Friday, TBD. We play tomorrow. I know. I'll be optimistic tomorrow. What happens Thursday if we don't play well tomorrow? Uh, Well, thankfully, I don't think you'll have to worry about that. Hmm. There you go. Optimism. Off and running this morning. Hickman, did you have a good day off? Wasn't a day off. You weren't here. Got to have a uh, 
Are we are we past the debacle of the, the, the worst win this basketball season? Hey, we scored 46 points now, and that was after a cold start. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was a cold middle, cold in. It's cold. It was just cold. Do we we didn't really talk about it yesterday. Do we worry about the fact that we couldn't get the ball in? Like, do we think other teams might try? And, like, if I'm looking, if I'm the, uh, I don't know, say I'm the ten seed, right? I guess you know it'd be more focused on beating the seven in round one. But let's say I'm no, I'm going to be the underdog after I win that first game, and I'm playing Tennessee. I don't know how much they'll scout back to a game in early February, but maybe you probably don't even have to really scout it. You just look at the roster and go, you know, they only really have one point guard. What can we do to wear out Zakai Ziegler all game? And these some more of these mid-major-ish teams will take more risk to play some to do some junky stuff on defense and try and then. then I mean, when you're just going to go toe to toe. A lot of times it's just, all right, everybody's playing man-to-man defense, nothing crazy, play the game, see who wins. But if I'm an underdog, I'm looking at Tennessee like, you know, I might just try and wear Zakai Ziegler out with like three and four guys on him. I am baffled that teams have not pressed us more. Yeah. We are so bad. So bad. Against the press. We talked about how we, we don't, like, I mean, when we go. Usually pressing teams don't like to get get pressed we're not really a pressing team no. we throw it out there occasionally like a little and then they'll bleed the shot clock press. yeah and then florida carves us for an easy dunk uh-huh but we are very very bad against it i mean i would just like put a guy on the ball face guards the guy with with both guys in the one one two one one and yeah. then or not put a guy on the ball and then face guard whichever way he went with the one two one mm-hmm. one and force someone else to catch it. And then when that guy catches it, Zakai's guy stays on him and denies him the the ball. Like let like leave Plosic, Kama, Awaka, anybody anybody any of the bigs, Adu, just leave them wide open. Let them come catch it. And then just see what happens. I mean, it's not like I mean, Josiah can bring the ball up against, like, no pressure. We've talked about how we got some – every now and then we just make some really weird passes. Well, we have a lot of guys who can't dribble. Mm-hmm. we got a lot of good defenders. They're not good, yeah, good skilled defenders, yeah. offensive players. But yeah, that was that was nuts. And why was why is the guy throwing the ball in that first time? If he's throwing it in, there's no one quick out there to get open. Maybe they were trying to do the old oh, yeah. give back. That's exactly what they are trying to do. But we had to call timeout. And then he put Josiah throwing it in, and, hey, we got the ball in bounds. Well, sort of. Kind of got fouled and then lost it and turned it over. What would you think? Foul over there? It's the guy getting pushed, and then, you know, play him talking about? Then he kicks it out of bounds. Into the Auburn bench? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a foul. When Vescovy, they got the ball on the sideline there? Maybe that's who I'm thinking of when they push Vescovy into the bench. No, you're right. It was Vescovy. it went to Phillips first, and he, like, Quickly got rid of it to the Vescovi, and Vescovi was like in the corner. Uh, I think was the play I'm thinking of, but yeah. 110% of foul. But like, if Ziegler's throwing the ball in, there's not a lot of quickness. 
there's not a lot of I'm just going to beat my man with quickness. There's a lot of like size and guys that kind of almost come back and post up to get the ball. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there? There was almost a five second because we had to call timeout first, right? Right. Yeah, Ziegler. Because it was like as he called timeout, yeah, like five. Count. Yeah, they could have easily called five seconds there. Yeah, and then we came out of the timeout, but yeah, it does. I don't know. It doesn't seem. It doesn't seem like that's much of a thing with big power teams. But when you start playing some of these more variable teams, more versatile, smaller teams in the NCAA tournament, and they know they're the underdog, I think you might get a lot of pressure. And I don't know. If they try and press you most of the game, maybe we'll handle it better. Maybe it's just sometimes when you have the lead, it's it's more of a surprise and you just don't handle it well. But I'm with you, Chris. I don't know why. Like, if I'm an SEC coach and I'm one of these teams that's, like, nowhere near the tournament and I've got all these really good athletes that aren't mm-hmm. – I mean, most of these SEC teams are kind of like us but worse, right? They've got good athletes. They're just not good basketball players. That's, I think that's why the Tennessee – that's why – the Tennessee. I think that's why in the SEC, teams can't shoot threes, but there's really good defense. Mm-hmm. Really good athletes. They're not very skilled with the basketball. I mean, maybe these guys feel like they don't have the depth to do it, but I mean, I, I would I would press a lot. I would run and jump. I would try some different stuff. Try and get some easy baskets. Try and get some dunks and some layups. I don't feel like many of these teams do that this year, though. I mean, usually there's in basketball, there's kind of like Hypel's offense is kind of like pushing something to the extreme. Usually there's at least one guy in the conference like, oh, yeah, we press 40 minutes L or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. And then, there, and then there's the the opposite guy, right? We pack it in and the Kevin O'Neill of the world. Well, I mean, are we the deepest team in the SEC? We might be. I'd say at least defensively. Problem is, once we go to the bench, we lose offense very quickly, mm-hmm. which we kind of need lately. Haven't had a lot of that. Hickman, what were your thoughts of the game on Saturday? Uh, although we won, didn't really feel like it. Uh, I think Agree. The, I think yeah. the defense was elite, and I just think. We're not that good. Just not that good. And we should be thankful that Mm. Auburn had maybe the dumbest shot selection I have ever seen. You got to give Tennessee a little bit of credit for that, right? Yeah. For the defense. A little bit, but it was just, I didn't get, there's a little bit of a middle gap there that I missed, like the last. Well, from about the 10-minute mark of the second half to about the, uh, I don't know, two-minute mark of the second half. So there's a big stretch I missed, but just all around. I thought you were re-watching it anyway. You just fast-forwarded that section? Well, I watched the highlights. I, was, I, uh, I, figured, highlight guy. I, I figured, you know, your highlight guy. 46 we got it. to well, 43, not his, much of a yeah, reason to watch. If it had been like 85 to 80, maybe. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just absolutely – Awful, disgusting. I mean, disrespectful to the game of basketball. Mm. As I watched the game, though, I couldn't. And this is a good. This is a credit to Tennessee's defense. I couldn't really. Like, what's the big guy Broom for Auburn? Mm-hmm. Like, he scored a few buckets earlier on the basket, and but when Zakai was on Wendell Green, like he wasn't. 
able to do. I mean, he was just in his hip pocket constantly. Yeah. And it's not like Wendell Green can really body him up. He's a pretty short dude himself. Yeah, so, I'd say Wendell Green. Sa- the, same for Zakai though. Like he did a good job defensively mm-hmm. on him. And That's there are other guys. Even matchup. Their other players were so bad offensively. Also, they reminded me of us. So like I don't know what, I don't know what Auburn, how Auburn's trying to score. Bruce called some of his flex stuff, and a guy would come wide open off a flex screen, and they wouldn't pass him the ball. I was like, the announcer even said it once. I'm like, man, they really missed such and such on that flex screen. He was wide ass open. It's like, yeah, I don't. It's like it's like Auburn's really selfish, so they like don't pass the ball at the right hmm. times. I mean that that was their theme last year. Like if except Kessler, Kessler was just like going with the flow, and he grabbed like every offensive rebound and got putbacks. But there was the Jabari Smith and KD Johnson drama. Mm-hmm. I think Wendell Green was in there a little bit too. Everyone's like, just throw it to Jabari Smith. He's the best player in the league. Maybe yeah. one of the best players in the country. Well, not maybe. Definitely one of the best players in the country. Just get that guy the ball, and then KD Johnson's like, nope, Jack I'm going to take 14 shots and miss them all. Yeah, and I think that's why they played really well before Christmas last year. Like, their first – I think it was one of their first SEC games. They played Alabama, and it was track meet up and down, and both teams looked really good, and I think Auburn even won the game. And uh, I was like, man, Auburn is just, like, so good. And then by the end of the season, they're in tournament play. They, they can't even pass the ball around. Like, I mean, I know it's Georgia, but they, they scored 94 the game before they played us. They went from 94 to 43. KD Johnson actually played decent against us compared to everybody. He was the only guy off the bench who scored. What do you have, 10? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Zakai, he locked down Wendell Green. That that changes their whole offense. But their their wing players, like, just they need help getting open to score. Yeah. And uh, kind of like ours. Really well, and this year they don't have a guy that you just get in the ball and say go get us. It's yeah. kind of the problem we have. We don't have right. that go get us a basket guy. Whereas last year they could throw Jabari Smith, and it really didn't matter where on the floor he was, he could get a shot. Mm-hmm. Wendell Green did pull down seven boards, had nine points to go along with that. Probably took a gazillion shots though, didn't he? Uh, he was huh? two of ten. Yeah. Yeah, same. What was the guy from the floor? Uh, okay, I was waiting on that one, too. There you go. 18 18 and there it is. Like, it's not a knock at the kid. He just oh, yes, it is. Yes, don't say it's not. Didn't play good. What? You texted me for the first time yesterday, and what did you say? I don't know. You lie like a dog. I texted you like nine times yesterday. Well, the first one. Let me see if I – let me go back and read it. Houston, Chris. Uh, I've got it right here if you'd like me to read it to you. Oh, I said, how was the show? Question mark. Sad I couldn't repeatedly bring up the fact that ZZ went 0-10. That's, that's not a dig? No. It's called stat keeping, Chris. You want to scroll down and tell me what you said next? Our fans are idiots. You no, bring no, up no, our no, no. Problems and right before that. Just right before that. Call you an idiot. Uh, elite point guards don't go zero ten in top twenty five matchups. And then before that, I said I'm a lover, not a fighter. What can I say? That was a weird one. <laughs> don't go back too far. I don't know. What you got. <laughs> no, he. 
I said the show was fine. I'm surprised it took you this long to trash Zakai. I'm a lover, not a fighter. What can I say? Mm. Come on, went 4-16 from the field, and I swear all those misses came in the first four minutes of the ball game. Uh, I think he started 0-4 or 0-5. He yeah. did get us our first bucket, though. It's just a weird year of college basketball. That's a burn-the-tape win, though, right there. That's exactly what I said yesterday. Just forget about it. Move on. I mean, were we overrated in the sense that we shouldn't have been the number two team in the country? Like, probably. Who else deserved it? I, I know. Like, it's it's so weird. Like, college basketball's not that good this year. I know. That's why I, I guess it's, it's always felt weird. I mean, because in the preseason, I was like, I don't think this is a top mm-hmm. five team. But then you look at some of the other teams, and you're like, oh, are, maybe we are? But, I mean, even even teams that have kind of been in and around there all year, I mean, Houston lost to Temple at home. Uh, Purdue lost to Indiana. That's a, that's a rivalry game. Like, I'm not going to kill Purdue for that loss. That's, that's, on, a, that's a tough one. On the road, Indiana was a top 21 team, one of the best bigs in the country. VFL by blood. Kinda. Yeah, not really anymore. Yeah, now now just straight Where'd up. Where'd he go? Where'd David Jackson go? Indiana. Oh, really? Yeah. I forgot that. Like I knew Indiana. My brother goes there. Okay. Uh, the AP Top 25 was released yesterday after the show. Purdue stays at one. Houston two. Bama three. Arizona up to four. Arizona and Alabama each received a first place vote in the AP Top 25. Texas comes in at five at 19 and four. They jump five spots. Tennessee drops four spots to six. If Texas? Only, really? If only there was a way to know. Nah, don't start that crap, Chris. Don't start it. Buddy. You you want to be ranked ahead of Texas? Don't lose to Florida. Like, plain and simple. But we beat Texas! I don't care! Listen to what you're saying. We have the same amount of losses. It's not like Texas is... 23 and 1. Like, like, obviously, it's clear you're going to get punished more for a bad, hideous loss than you're going to get rewarded for a great win. So, like, just don't lose the crappy games. Don't lose to teams you should beat. Every every team has. It's just funny that, like, why is it I when. I kind of see his point. Like, Texas no, I do too. To but why is it when year? Tennessee beats someone head to head, head to head doesn't matter? It's the, it was the same in football. Oh, they beat Bama. Yeah, but the the metrics say that Bama would have won if it had been a neutral Let's site. Just look who you lost to in football and basketball, though. You lost to a bad South Carolina. I team. don't disagree with that. It's just when you, when it's this close, like they're both nineteen and four, and you well, we beat them. I mean, it's very close. It was twelve sixty seven to twelve fifty four. Tennessee did, however, receive two first place votes in the coaches poll. What? Yeah, what up with that? I see this now. Purdue, 15 first-place votes. We're ahead votes. of Texas in the coaches' poll, so there you go. You think college basketball coaches know anything about college basketball, like, Hickman? It's going to even itself out. Like, if you take care of business this week, guess what? You're right back in front of Texas. Uh, we're already going to be right back in front of Texas. They lost last night. I know. And guess what? If Texas goes 2-0 the following week and you lose to Alabama, they're going to be ahead of you probably. That's called life. It's called college basketball. It's what That's happens. called life. Like seriously, like don't actually we have a better record than Texas. They're nineteen and five now. Well, like, like I said, just don't lose to crappy teams you should beat and you're fine. Plain and simple. We lost to Kentucky at home. Who was it's playing, Kentucky playing awful, abysmal basketball, probably the worst stretch they've played since well, the COVID year, but 
I mean, I feel like that loss at Florida, I mean, it's bad because we played like garbage, but that's not like a terrible loss. That's a quad one loss. Yeah, they're not that good. They're what, an 11 loss team now? Mm, no, I don't think they're 11. Or 9 nine or 10, right? Still, bad loss. It's not like you really helped yourself. They're 13 and 9. It's not like you helped yourself on Saturday beating Auburn doing it the way you did it. Now, you beat a top 25 team. I know, but like, just just looking at it, beating them 46 to 43 isn't the same as if you beat them 85 to 75. Uh, you know what? What's annoying is it, it doesn't really matter anymore, right? Like, you're not going to get a one seed. Eh. It's not impossible. You'd have to win out, basically. And, you know, the twos. I, I, I mean, I guess if you're a higher two seed, you play a worse one seed in the. You know, in the. I elite, think Tennessee can pretty in, easily still get a one seed in the elite eight. Pretty maybe easily, maybe not easily, but if if they. I win mean, if they their games. Yeah, I mean, we need definitely need Bama to drop another one. We need to beat Bama. I mean, that has to happen, and you you need to finish ahead of. Bama um, in the tournament, but you need to beat them head to head, and then is there a way? You need them to drop one and then beat them? Are we ahead of them at that point? Yeah, assuming we don't lose another. In the rankings, you mean? No, no, no. In Oh, in SEC, SEC standings? standings? They haven't lost, right? They have not lost. So we've lost two? Yeah, we're 8-2, and two, tied with Texas A&M, Auburn 7-3, and three, along with Kentucky, Alabama 10-0. and 0. All right, so Alabama So you got to beat them go heads up, and they, they got to drop to, another one. They have to go to Auburn this weekend. Um, they have to play Auburn at home. They have to go to A&M at the end of the season. They get Arkansas at home. And they get Florida tomorrow night. I'm not, say, I'm not saying it's over, but I'm yeah. saying like that's they could lose that game. So you have to beat Alabama. They lose another one. That puts you ahead of them in the regular season, and then you finish ahead of them in the tournament. Maybe you can jump them. That, just, that, that feels tough, though. It does feel very tough. You also got to take care of your own business. Yeah. And we're I about to hit a really tedious stretch of See, our I, schedule. I think you're going to struggle to jump Arizona now. Cause yeah, unless they lose obviously, uh, head -head. at least one more game. No, we'll But head-to-head -head doesn't matter, so I'm not worried make, about that. You'll be able to make a case to go over Texas pretty easily if you win win your games. So Jerry Palm has us as a two in Purdue's region. No, we'll, we'll check all the bracketology in a yeah. second. That's that. If you're a two in the Purdue region, that means you're the eight. So, I mean, Purdue's pretty clearly the number one. I don't know about I mean, that one's that one's tough. I mean, they're a mid-major that's just really, really good. But, yeah, you're right. We could get to a one. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, and I'm not saying I'm predicting it. It seems like those four teams are pretty entrenched right now. Purdue, Houston, Alabama, Arizona, but obviously crazy things happen in college basketball. There's a long way to go. I mean, yes, yeah, Houston will have played two ranked teams all year. Mm -hmm. Like, do they not get some kind of a ding for playing? No one. I mean, Memphis, Tulane, SMU, Tulsa lost to Temple at home. Yeah, I just I don't know. They'll probably still be a one because they're high. Well, actually, they're only. I thought they were scoring more than they are. They're no, they're one hundred and first in scoring. But that I guess that I just thought they were. But it makes no, sense with no, they Kelvin play, Sampson. They play really slow. They're actually 
Yeah, guess how efficient they are on offense. So they are sixth in the country mm. offensive efficiency. And don't forget their strength of schedule until like a week ago was actually better than ours. They're eighth on, on the defensive end. Seriously? Yeah. Hmm. How? I mean, they played what? Oh, they did play St. Mary's. They beat Saint- Virginia. They beat St. Mary's. Beat Kansas and Texas. Played Bama. Played Lost. at Arizona. That's just weird. They also got some some studs on that team. Sasser's really good. You wouldn't expect them to be loaded with just talent, but they are. Well, and they won three games in the tournament last year, which, you know. Recency bias. We didn't do, so. Didn't they make the final four the year before that, too? Lost to Baylor, if I'm not mistaken. I do think that matters. It doesn't really matter for the power teams. Yeah, they lost to Baylor in the final four the year before that. So I don't think it really matters for power teams because everybody kind of is like, oh, yeah, they're a power team. They should have good players. Even if you have all, all new players, you mm-hmm. kind of get the benefit of the doubt. But when a mid-major has a, gr- a great regular season, if they haven't done it before or if they flamed out of the tournament the two years before, they don't get to – it's like, oh, it's their schedule. Yeah. But when yeah. they go to the final four and then they go to whatever it was last year, the Elite Eight, or uh, and then they're – beating everybody again people are like oh yeah they're they're legit it like it's weird how it builds for those teams but not for not for others all right off and running selfish optimism tuesday edition of the program we'll open up the big orange Philly phone lines 865-546-8200 if you want to weigh in stick with us right here on three and out All phone calls brought to you on the Big Orange Philly phone lines, 865-546-8200. Join the program. Up first today, the one, the only, Matt is on the horn. What's up, Matt? You're on three and out. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? Morning. I wish today was game day. Why why do we got to get on this Wednesday schedule? I know, man. You know what's awesome about uh, Wednesday, though, is that about – was it last year or was it two years ago when we went to uh, Vanderbilt and, and kept them from scoring any threes and broke that record? Gosh, was that two? I guess it was two years ago, wasn't it? Was it? And watching those fans just melt down. You know, we were destroying those guys, and all they were worried about by the end of that game is just making one three-pointer. <laughs> and just seeing the reactions, man, it was like, Oh, it was epic. I just remember this one. I'll never get this one kid. I almost think he was crying, this college kid. <laughs> just sitting there screaming because they couldn't make a three. <laughs> Bring our record. <laughs> My record. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't that, was that, when was this? I don't know. I think it's. It was there, right? It was at Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was at Vanderbilt. Pretty sure. I'm looking, I'm looking. All right. No, this has to be I'm, it. I'm <laughs> kind of chalking that up as a win, but 
it wouldn't shock me if we lost Saturday and then beat Alabama. <laughs> I don't know what's going on yeah, with this team, man. You can't just just sit back, relax, relax, and enjoy <laughs> the show. It's like the, <laughs> before the Buckle movie, up, man. Yeah, this this is like when your friend has invited you to a movie with a very like vanilla name to it and you haven't even bothered to like look it up see if it's a comedy horror you know action it's just like <laughs> january 18th 2020. 2020 66 to 45 your final jordan bowden led us in scoring 21 points you don't what even know that? you don't even know the name of the movie he's just like meet meet me in uh we're we're all in you know theater 12 and you walk in you sit down previews and it's just like Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Fall asleep. Nate, yeah. Nate I think uh, the Texas game was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and the Florida game was Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they doing one more? Right. I think they are. It's yeah, going to be. I, saw the I, pre- mean, I don't know. Golly. They're going to have to CGI Harrison Ford. It's coming it's out so this old. year. Dude, I have no faith in these remakes anymore, man. They have literally F. Almost everyone. I mean, you can go down the Minus Maverick, which was very well done, I, they screwed over. I mean, the, uh, the Matrix. They screwed over Indiana Jones. They've Rocky. When Rocky did Rocky, the new Rocky was meh. But you could have done without it. There's so many remakes they've done that they just don't. You know, I don't get it, man. Because they're out of a lot of these directors are out of ideas, so they're just like uh, reboot something that was really good. I will say, Maverick was really good, though. Like that was a good. Yeah, Maverick. Maverick was good. That was a good pull, sure. classic movie. They made the storyline work, and they put in a lot of work for that movie too. Like actually flying the jets and like no CGI. Like that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, it was. But think about not to get off a tangent here, but think about the stuff that we grew up with that they've just decimated man like you know we grew up with star wars right the original star wars and then we had to live through that next sequel with jar jar binks the remake of that like, <laughs> that whole series was i like just, jar jar of course you do there, there you go that there, proves there you go and and hickman by the way you're being a little bit too brash this morning a little bit too much panache in your step i don't like it i think you're getting too much arrogance on the show guys you're giving him too much power hmm hmm Yank that rug out from under him, Nate. Nate won't touch him. But then and we, if I touch him, I get yelled at too. Then I gotta find somebody else to do that do that job, Matt. Sometimes it's just easier to deal well, with. Brett's it. right there. Where's Brett at? He's right here. Brett's got another job to do. He had to do both yesterday. How many jobs do you have, Brett? Jesus Christ, dude. No, he meant on the show. I meant on the show. He had to do Adam and his oh, job, okay. you know? Podcasting. It's tough. Yeah, running that podcast. I told you sucks. guys. I don't know, guys. I don't. I like. I like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about the same. I don't know anything anymore. I'm. Yes, like two days ago, I was off. You know, felt pretty good. Like this is the team that's gonna. You know, I, then this morning, I don't know. You guys are bringing me down. Dude, that's what that's. Chris is like. If we win these games, we can get back to being. But it is. It is weird. How I mean, has there been a more bipolar team? Yeah, to be to be in the top ten all year. Every team. Every team we ever have at Tennessee yeah. is, I mean, every sport at all times, dude. Yes, basketball, uh, baseball, Notre Dame, football. Yeah, bipolar. I am. We need medicine, dude. We need a. We need to prop. What What is it that levels out your serotonin levels? Uh, we need Lexapro, guys. 
I'll make the call. As a fan base. But it's crazy. I mean, we beat Texas. We, I mean, we ran that game. We were by 23 in the second half. They, they cut it to 11 at the final. We've beaten Kansas. Yeah, we beat the crap out of those Looked guys. Looked like a million bucks in all these games, and then all of a sudden we get to this weird lull in the schedule. Here comes Florida. Dud. Well, big game against Auburn, your former coach. Thankfully you won it, but that was a dud. Well, you guys said yesterday, I don't know who said it, but the the, uh, the guys are, are they tired? Or are they getting tired? Mm. Maybe Philly called in and said it. I don't know. But if you play with this much intensity on defense, it almost makes sense that at some point it's going to start to take its toll on you. 100%. And, yeah, and you can see these guys. When you're playing, if Ziegler's playing 35, 40 minutes a game, and you're not, you can't shoot three-pointers by the fourth quarter if that's the case. That's impossible. And we can't even make them in the first quarter, let alone by the time these guys get tired. Yeah. And, which I like the high level of D, but – when you're playing with that much intensity, I just don't see how you can keep up. And you, you know what I'm saying? I think when you play with that much intensity in basketball, that you don't really play loose on the offensive end. Does that make sense? Oh yep. yeah, and especially with what they're running, like and, and teams have tried to take that away. Like I mean, if you watch that Florida game, every time they put a shot up, they just sent everybody back on defense because they didn't want us to get a long rebound, get out in transition, get an easy bucket, easy layup. You know, they were they were going back and they're playing defense. And then we have to run yeah. our offense. Well, we just spent, you know, twenty-eight seconds mm-hmm. playing great defense and forcing a bad shot. Now we gotta, you know, get down here and run fifteen, twenty seconds of offense before we even get a look at the basket. Yeah, it's weird, man. It, I don't, there's not that many knocks on this team, but you 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 can knock them for their the fact they just can't freaking score, which is so weird. It's just like they can't, and yeah, then I, in some games they can. Like it's that's it's just. Yeah, I know it's shooting, right. but, man, I, the swings drive you crazy. Well, they can, but it's still like it's. we watch it on a weekly basis, so it's just they can score, but even when they do, it seems like it's still ugly to watch. Yeah, you know? like it's, it's hard. Growing up. It's too hard, yeah. yeah. And they got this problem about coming down when we're up by 10, 15, or 20 points, and they're still jacking up threes with 15 seconds left on the shot clock, which absolutely just – pisses me off I, I don't, that comes back to coaching it's almost like they'd yeah. rather just shoot it and go play defense than have to run this offense yeah it does seem like that but mm. i don't know i still like this team's. i think this uh, this i think this team's got the best chance to make a deeper run than any team we've had just based on the fact this year everything everybody's down yeah it's a weird year and defense i think is going to be the key this year not 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 those 90 point teams i think you're going to have one of these top teams like it's like texas has got a good D. um I wouldn't be shocked, man. If Auburn plays D like they did the other night, they could make a deep run, you know? Mm-hmm. But we'll see. All right, guys. See you. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for the call. He likes that high-level D. He does. Uh, Vanderbilt has announced the halftime performance for tomorrow night's matchup. Red Panda? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm never that impressed by those people. Those people? I don't know, like. Those people, the people that. Stack. What do you mean? Yeah, like the people who do the routine. Why don't you hop up on a ten there... foot unicycle and flip bowls under your head? I've been on a unicycle before. Ten feet in the air? No. No. I do feel like she needs to like add some uh, another new element. I... Like how much? How much can she improve? The routine's gone stale. Like sometimes you're almost 
too good out of the gate. You know, you need to lower the bar, jump over the bar. I don't know, man. She's getting up there. Like she needs to just ride it out as long as she can. Okay. Make the bank. You saying right. so? She's old. Is that what she's you're saying? she's she's getting older. I mean, a lot of makeup, so kind of hard to get a get a read on it. Like, how much? What do you think they pay her to do that? I mean, she does one like every night. Really? If you've been to a basketball arena, you've seen her every night. Maybe not. I mean, maybe not every night. But she does NBA games, college well, I mean, games. Constant, you know, musicians do it pretty much every night. Yeah, it's the same idea, right? And that's even harder. It's harder to re- to repeat over and over again. Like if you're yeah, singing, every but a musician oh, yeah. doesn't have to train. Like 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 they've you gotta practice, bro. What are you but, talking about? But not like not like once they're on on tour and they're playing the same sets over and over and they have their songs. I mean, they've they've. They've trained when they're not on tour. Mm-hmm. They've perfected that music. They've, That's probably what she does, right? They've got she's, it so perfect that I they, think she's only had the one routine. So you're saying she doesn't need to practice every day before doing? The I don't know. There was was it two years ago? She had like a run where she was dropping bowls. She probably just has like a warm up she goes through. I would think, and then kind of like musicians they have their sound check and stuff. And yeah, they've got a a different backup band. Depending on the setup, they may have to run through the set list with that or something. Yeah. But, I mean, it feels like if you let that, if you let that talent sit for two to three weeks, you hop on up there. You're kind of going to be a little rusty. Mm. Maybe that was it. Maybe she had I mean, to take a break. It's probably hard to practice. Get so. injured. Uh-huh. I mean, when you're on the road all the time, it's probably hard to find somewhere to hop. But on like, your what do you uni. what do you think she charges for a halftime well, show? That's what, I, that's what I was trying to get back to. I don't like. Uh, I'll uh, see if I can find her price list. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean like. How much is it worth to have, like, do you even care about the halftime show? Like, are you going to a Tennessee basketball game? Or are you, maybe, instead of you and the wife just going to the basketball game, <gasps> oh, oh, I'm going to bring my four kids because the dogs are catching Frisbees at halftime. Got, nope, that's so a now, real panda. So now, like. That's, so, that's a real panda and it will <laughs> rip your face off. <laughs> so now, like, I'm paying extra. Like, we're buying more tickets. Like, I don't know what the cost benefit is for the university. I mean, yeah, it's cool for the people that go home and be like, hey, it's all ripped in after them. That was neat. But is that really getting people back? Is that really making you money? In 2014, she got 5000 a night. Wow. That girl's a millionaire. I mean, if you're doing, I mean, let's say you're doing four games a week. Funny enough. That's an actual, pretty damn good. An actual red panda, funny enough, will cost you two to five on the black market. <laughs> So I can have a real red panda yeah. or we forever. Can see red panda, or, or you know, everybody could see red panda, huh? Well, how many nights you want? I mean, what do you mean to put in here? Like, you think she's doing? I mean, bas- two hundred nights. I mean, she only obviously does basketball. Oh uh, yeah. So it's a shorter, sh- I mean, shorter season. But she's got college. In, maybe during her, maybe when it's go time, she does one every night. Well, she, she just bounces yeah. from a big college game to an NBA game to a women's basketball game, WNBA game. Well, do you think she does like fifty a season and makes two hundred fifty thousand, or she make does a hundred nights? And makes do you think like it's just five thousand, or do you think it's like five thousand plus you cover all my travel and expenses? If there's no expenses, that's a pretty good gig. Yeah, but if she makes five hundred thousand and has to spend, you know, mm-hmm. six figures just getting around the country, you know, flying. Yeah, from- but that's all tax write off. Deductible. <laughs> Where does it go? <laughs> I just write it off. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Final you just segment. write it off.
Hickman, do you like free food? Uh, yeah. All right. He doesn't care what it is. Well, they're going to have food and refreshments, even some prize giveaways this Friday, 10 to 3, grand opening in the Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union location at North Shore. Address for you, Houston. Put this in your GPS and smoke it, 1974 Town Center Boulevard. Nah, sure. 1974 Town Center Boulevard. Yeah, right there, North Shore exit off Pelsippi. Beautiful over there. Uh, ribbon cutting at 11, but in at 10 to 3, they'll have that's some really good cookies. Last yeah, the cookies were really, I was just thinking, I was like, man, those cookies were bomb. <laughs> Not to sling by what there. What kind of cookies? They had different kinds. Yeah. Now there's some sugar cookies with the icing on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Chocolate chip. Mm. I think oh, sugar yeah. might be the goat cookie. Just a plain old sugar cookie? Not for me, but you do you. I like, it's, it's, I like, I like chocolate chip cookies, but it's like after three or four of them i'm just burn out of them like sugar <laughs> cookies you can eat more of i feel the exact opposite a really good sugar cookie i'm down for one or two but chocolate. Uh, i don't know i i do love a good sugar cookie but chocolate chip i can just i just eat the whole bag box whatever whatever apparatus it's holding said cookies the whole thing can be demolished especially if there's some milk to go along with it mm. Ugh. Mm. you don't like milk oh yeah well what do you, what, what what do you it, drink with your cookies? What is it about our Tea? producers? I don't know. They have the weirdest eat. Like, he will eat anything. Won't, anything. Won't drink milk. Anything. Davey couldn't do cheese on a pizza. Or milk. But I he get, loved chocolate milk. I get made fun of in my family because I don't like a broccoli and cheese casserole. Because I don't like the melted cheese in with, like, a vegetable. Like, I like broccoli. I like cheese. I don't like them together. I catch hell. We I got like a guy that broccoli. Wa- <laughs> I like cheese. <laughs> we got a guy that won't even, We had a guy that wouldn't even eat cheese on a pizza or a cheeseburger. He, was, he would send me pictures of his pizza, like, when he'd get the it no delivered, and I'm just like, this is bread. Like, what is it? <laughs> this is the worst-looking thing I've ever seen. Cheese might be the because then with no cheese on top of the sauce, the sauce gets all like baked and like Mm, thick mm, and mm, mm. dried out. Yeah, it's insanity. His his pepperonis are all curled up. Of course, it's an outrage. My college roommate used to always make. It didn't matter where he got the pizza from. He would tell them, "Got a pepperoni got to be underneath the cheese," and they would do it. Smart. Yeah. Oh, I had I had a pizza this weekend. It was caramelized onion. And fig. I don't. I don't know. And it was good. Oh my gosh! Incredible. Gosh. Never heard. Like I was like, you know what? I, was like, I think the only fig I've ever had is a fig Newton. Same. I don't know if I've ever had a fig. A fig. There's a lot of those like weird fruits that I've never had. Figs. I've never had a date. You ever? Eat, I'm eat not a- surprised you've never been on a date. <laughs> You're such an idiot. What is a date anyway? Is it like a date? Huh? I haven't had a date. Is it like a prune? What is a date? Mm. What is? Well, Hickman, you probably already have that saved in your Google search. Just, just pull up what is a date. It's a stone fruit. Oh yeah, the old stone fruit. It has a single seed surrounded by an outer fleshy fruit, like peaches, mangoes, and olives. Okay. Has a pit essentially, I guess. Yes. The truth has now came out, Nate. There's dates 101 here. You got 101 things to know about. Oh, they're tropical dates. You remember in uh, Indiana Jones? Oh, which which is it? Last Crusaders. First of all, that's not the name. No. 
the what Last was, Crusade. What was the first one? Uh, oh, the Raiders of the Lost Raiders Ark. of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Remember when the monkey eats the dates uh-huh. and dies? That's the only time I've ever like seen a date and been like, I'd like to try that. Not the one that would kill me, but just a, a right, date. Right. What's what's that guy's name? Mm. The, the big, the big jolly guy. Yeah. Uh, He's so good. They brought him Sam, back in Crystal right. School. Probably yeah. should have skipped that one. Nate gets hell because yeah. he won't eat any casserole of any type. Uh-oh. Oh, we got also, inside sauces also here. Also, wouldn't eat chili for the first fifteen years we were married. <laughs> well, we know uh, who it is now. Rat it around there. <laughs> <laughs> Way to keep those sources anonymous, pal. You can't go wrong with a casserole. You can go wrong with yes, a casserole. Very wrong. What's? I mean, like what? What's the one? Uh, like tuna surprise? I mean, like I don't think I'd even. Sometimes no, the casserole looks like vomit before it goes down. I mean, let's just be honest. But some casseroles are really, really. It good. looks disgusting. You never get casseroles at a restaurant, though. I guess, 10, I guess maybe you kind of do. The ten worst-rated casseroles in the world. Tuna surprise. Banska compa. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the casserole is literally created. Because it's like, all right, we don't have any like regular meal options. We're gonna take this random crap and mix it together and make it into something. We can I eat don't tonight. think that's necessarily true. I think it it's, it's I think it's easier to cook for a lot of people if when it, you make a casserole. If it if it already has a name, it's not really a casserole. Ugh. That's why the, that's how the casserole was invented. Y'all ever had tuna casserole? Chris you, has only you, talked about this three times during this set. Are you segment. in in the room? You no, I've never had it. It's normally called like tuna melt or t- tuna, tuna melt. Surprise. I don't even know. Because you I, throw crap in there that you don't, wouldn't normally put with it. Yeah, that would be a surprise. See? It's like if it's tuna surprise, what's the surprise? I don't want to know. Okay, couscous polista looks just absolutely abysmal. Looks like I don't like got, couscous. Looks the guy like was talking about this egg. the other day. Like He was like, my wife cannot throw food out. So... Literally, every once in a while, we just have to have casserole night where whatever's just kind of laying around the pantry gets thrown in together, and it's it's he's just like, just throw that crap away. Let's go buy some more food. It's fine. Yeah, when I make but a casserole, got, it's not like but it's those, not that. It's yeah. like a like, it's like a got, chicken divan. It's like you got or, those Midwestern roots, though. You can't let anything go to waste. You know. No, that's that's my family. Don't you dare throw that away. Mm-hmm. Learn to love leftovers. Learn to love them. My wife pulled something out the other day from the freezer, and she's like about to, you know, cook it. It was it was like um, I don't know, like popcorn shrimp or chicken nuggets or you know something in a box in the freezer. And she's like, "This thing went bad like eight years ago." <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really go rotten, you know, in the freezer. Yeah, it's just not going to be as high quality. That's why it says Best oh, I mean, Buy, not. <laughs> well, I mean, we pitched that one. I mean, eight years. That's you're pushing it. Dude, I mean, if, as long as your freezer didn't thaw one night and you didn't know it, that stuff's probably good oh, to I don't go. E- I don't even think the inner bag was sealed. I don't think, you know, like... Like you opened the, it, like ate half, some... Like half... Like somebody had had the popcorn shrimp, you know, one night eight years ago. Could be like wine. It know, might get better with time. You know, r- rolled the bag down. Probably going to have it again the next week or so. Never did. You know how things in the freezer, they get shuffled to the bottom. It's over. Oh, uh, like, yeah. So yeah. it ain't coming back. Let me, let me scrape the ice off this and see what we got here. <laughs> I oh, had yeah, corn dogs from 95. I had this old lady bring me a casserole the other day. Like, this was like three weeks ago. I would go to the yeah. church with her. She brought me like three casseroles and like uh-huh. the pre packaged containers 
freezer burned to hell. So I was like, and she okay. was cleaning out her fridge. <laughs> oh, little Adam, oh, Adam loves love this. this. I'm not even kidding. This, he like, eats anything. I listen to three now. Like not related to this girl. Her last name is Hickman. She's very old, and like she just like brings me and my father stuff and just gives it to us. Uh huh. My dad pulled. She brought my like. This sounds like a lie, but like she brought my dad a <laughs> bath, like a what are they called? Like a bag with like stuff in it. Uh huh. There was a there was like a pair of old panties in there. I'm not even kidding. Like, just brought it to church. I think it was an accident. You think? <laughs> you think? But, like, just, she gives us everything. It's like, here you go. Like, I've been informed it was tater tots, and it was 12 years ago. <laughs> oh, tater tots. They're fine. <laughs> I could have eaten them. Preservatives. <laughs> Throw them in a casserole. It'll be good to go. Tater tot casserole is good.